Hi there. Welcome to my worst audition ever, the podcast where I, Danny Vitorino, sit down with a guest and we discuss their worst audition ever. Quick tidbit, we are now available on all social platforms and wherever you stream your podcast. Subscribe now. If you want to come on as a guest and share your worst audition ever, contact us at myworstauditionever at gmail.com. Today I'm sitting down with Tiffany Cole. Hi, Tiffany. Hi. What's up, girl? Nothing was good. Nothing girl. <laughs> we in this new recording room. I'm into it. She cute. So if you guys like the new situation, let us mm-hmm. know if it sounds different, if it sounds better. If you don't like it, if you hate it, we can take that suit, girl. <laughs> okay. So tell us, Tiffany, um, mm-hmm. what type of performer are you? Ooh, okay. I thought about this. So uh, I am a dancer first Okay, is what I am, but I primarily work in musical theater. Okay, so you're like a musical theater dancer. Yes, well, I'm trained in ballet, jazz, tap, lyrical, hip-hop, and contemporary, so I came up doing concert dance. Okay. But my career is in musical theater currently, right now. But, I mean, musical theater, you use all of those aspects anyway, right? Yes. So it's like, it's kind of just like the foundation for which you can grow and build on. Absolutely, absolutely. I feel like uh, I wouldn't have gotten as far as I've gotten so far without having first had my training as a dancer. So that's kind of carrying me through. When people ask me, like, what do I do? I'm like, oh, well, dancing is my ABCs for everything else. Do you sing and act as well? I do. I do. Although, you know, I'm sure we'll get into it (laughs) later in the questionnaire. But singing, uh, like, if I had to rank myself, it would go dancer, actor, singer around there. And I've only been singing for about four years. Around there, professionally. That's still a long time. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, four years professionally, on and off with training, but dancing, I've been dancing since I was two. Oh, mm-hmm. girl. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> what do you usually type as when you go into the room? So if you go in as a dancer, okay, is there a type that you go in for? Like if there's a certain show or a certain type of dance? Uh-huh. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, okay, so I've thought about this. I thought okay. about this, and so essentially... Um, I don't know if I'm necessarily typed, but I because of the qualifications that I've had, they've actually put me into a universal type, which mm. is a swing. So I've predominantly swung shows. Yes. So that means I've had to go into many different characters and be able to do all of those, especially in dance. And so I think type-wise, I've gotten to do a lot. She's universal. <laughs> we try to be, you know. We love a swing girl. Look. Okay, Okay. I've been swinging for my life. She's been swinging these gigs. Mm -hmm. Well, that's good. So when you go in, you feel comfortable, basically. You just go in for everything. No. No? No. Okay, so what would you go in for Um, typically? Like, just, I mean, you know, like, all right, let me say all the typical shows that we see every season. Okay, I got you. Name them. So, like, I don't know, like, Mamma Mia. Would you go in for Mamma Mia? I could go in for Mamma Mia, Okay. What else is there going on, girl? Uh, okay, so I was in Rock of Ages. So that was my first big one. Yes. So I was I in Rock. Totally so it was like 80s thrash jazz. That was my first big show in Vegas. Yes. So I was in that. I was in Dreamgirls. So there was that. Things I could tell you, like things I wouldn't do, like that I was like, mm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sit this one I'm out. I'm going to decline. You know what I mean? So Hello, Dolly. I was like, thank you. Yeah. I'm going to sit this one really out. That's really like ballerina. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And as much as I have that in my background, it's not what I lead with as a dancer. Which is fine. Which is fine. Yeah. Which is fine. So like Hello Dolly is not my ministry. Which is you West Side Story. <laughs> yes. Because that's would, still ballerina, but it's more jazz, I right? would live 
for West, West Side, Side Story. Story. Mm-hmm. I mean, I just. Mm-hmm. I would, I would do that. Too. I mean, like it did, but like I don't know if I could be in it. Like I don't know if it's like appropriate, you know. I think so. Why not? Because I'm, because I'm not, I'm not Puerto Rican. <laughs> no, but there, no, but I think that it's they have a whole mix of characters. Now, they do. Don't they? they do. They, they have do. a nice community for sure. For it's sure. Not but all I Puerto wouldn't. Ricans. It's that's there's real. a mixture. That's real. I mean, if I if someone was like, "Come dance at West Side Story," I'd be like, "Wear my shoes, yes, let's, oh yeah, let's let's do it." You know. I mean, I think that the thing with casting too, which is they're trying to really implement like mm-hmm. real casting. So it's right. like, if this person is of a certain descent, we're going to cast somebody of that descent, right? Or someone who fits in that category, right? Rather yeah. than casting somebody who does who's not, not who's <laughs> probably just like. Um, a blank slate, let's yes. say, a, a white blank slate <laughs> who can, you know, fill in the gaps, maybe. Maybe, here and there. So I do appreciate that. But I also think that, I mean, there's room for everybody. And yeah. especially just in the ensemble or, like, as a swing or something like that. Like, Definitely. No matter what you are, what's going on, like, they could figure it out for most things. But certain things, I do agree. Yeah. Right? Like Absolutely. You but if you're just going in for, like, I don't know, Elphaba or Glenda or... Alphaba, I don't know why <laughs> they have not had someone in the co- of color. Well, they have now. Recently. Really? Yes. Yes. The first. For Alphaba? Yes. First black Alphaba went on a little while ago. <gasps> when? Mm-hmm. I only heard of Glinda. A few, it was in 2019. Wait. Was it Glinda? Yeah. I think it was oh, Glinda. Shit. Okay. Well, lead I'm talking Wicked. Alphaba. Okay, Because Alphaba. that girl got is it. green. Got they it, paint got it, got you it, got green, it. girl. They well, paint I'm you wrong. green. My and, bad. And who else can, like... A, a woman of color, how can you say that, that she doesn't relate more to Alaba? That's true. Than other the, you know what I mean? Like, come on, man. But and I these girls can do it. We know there's, oh, we you know. know. they can sing for we their know. lives. Of course they can. But I mean, that's moving, a shine. We are in a system and in an industry that has functioned a certain way for so long and is just now starting to learn how to open that up and realizing yeah. Many different people can play this role, but that structure has still been stuck, right? It's like flexing a muscle that has been rigid this entire time and getting to loosen up again and realizing that it can be flexible in a different way. And that takes not only like the talent to do that, but it takes the people behind the table to make those decisions too. And if they're stuck in that, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. So they want to make sure before yeah. they. But I think that's why, like, when I think about going in for something like West Side Story, the dancer mm. in me would absolutely love to go live my life doing a West Side Story. It's but everything. the artist in me and the person, like, the woman of color of me is like, hold on. Like, yeah, you could go do that, but should you? Mm-hmm. But should you? Just because there's so many of us out there, especially people of color altogether, wanting slash needing these roles, you know, so if yeah. there's someone who can dance it just as well as me, but actually fits the role, it should it, it should, should go to you. them. Yeah, you know, of it course. should go to them. Of course, if it's something that is based on if this culture. Yeah, if yeah. you're going in for like Maria, right? Like she needs to be a certain person. She exactly. needs to be a certain culture, exactly. and she needs to represent so. Yeah, you know, but like. Like what I was saying on the flip side, like Alphaba, I mean, that mm-hmm. girl, she comes from Oz, girl. Like, she's also green. She's so. green. <laughs> there's, there's like, there's no reason. Or right. Glinda, too. Like, there's yeah. no backstory that we need to really kind of um, 
stick to. Right. Right. There's no kind of like landscape that we need to keep intact. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. There's flexibility and it's also fun to be flexible with those roles because then it's like opening up different pathways, you know, like similar to, um, um, what was it? Spring, Spring Awakening, mm, with the deaf actors, girl. The yeah. subtext of L- it all. Let's, right. It was so juicy, and I and there's something about that that's like taking away that structure mm-hmm. of being able to say those words, being able to hear those yes. words. That is, I feel like so poignant. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Because if you if you get us there, you get us there, and it's not in that way that we necessarily are used to mm-hmm. like come on let's do especially it especially because we've known this show for so long mm-hmm. to see it redone in right? such a way i mean it's similar to like oklahoma what they just did i oh. mean we're getting off topic we of are course. getting off topic we're getting off, it's we're getting off totally topic. me um sorry <laughs> it's okay it's okay <laughs> i just love talking okay so we talked about you know credits and previous work do you yes. want to talk about anything else that would just give like kind of a flavor of um, who you are as an artist or performer absolutely sure. so i Mentioned I grew up dancing. Rock of Ages was my first big show, so I kind of was in Vegas before I moved to New York. And then right before my one-year anniversary, I booked Escape to Margaritaville on Broadway. So that was my first first show, which was crazy. Same choreographer. So that was an interesting moment. (laughs) You know, I was living my best life. And then I just finished, uh, not just finished, it was actually just about a year ago. Mm -hmm. I did Paradise Square at Berkeley Rep, which was really beautiful and kind of took my career in a much more um, artistry-focused path Mm -hmm. and what I was saying, which has been beautiful. And from California, so I'm very much a Cali girl living here in New York City, Yeah, you know? And <clears throat> I love dancing, I love TV film, kind of a nerd when it comes to certain things, that's like my ultimate, ultimate aspiration, mm-hmm. is to make movies someday, and here I am in the meantime. What have was you, your question? Have you done, <laughs> was that right? have you done any um, <gasps> TV or film? Um, in LA, ones? I did like, little tiny 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 bit parts on like a Doritos commercial for the Super Bowl submission a little moment in like an independent film through like the acting academy that I was working like tiny 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 that's still a big deal don't make it tiny do not I mean like that's good because it adds up I mean you you did this you did that that. yeah you're gonna look back one day and be like yeah girl I was doing this I had a little ankle shown here look lord knows come on now (laughs) you're in these streets girl we all are we're all trying to definitely do something all right what are your strengths or a strength Ooh, okay I thought about this um I am resilient Mm, okay. But sometimes I, it's almost one of those things where I don't know I'm resilient until after I've been through something. And then I realize in those moments where I was like, I don't think I'm going to make it through this or I can't see a way out. And I'm on the, I don't, I don't know I'm resilient until I'm on the other side of it. Mm. So I think as a strength, that's something. Definitely. Um, I feel like I'm very grounded in who I am. Yes. So I've learned how to say no to things yeah. and I've learned how to not apologize for something that I don't agree with, you know, when I'm making choices for myself artistically and otherwise. So those are that. And I think, I don't know. I don't know. I can't really put into words how I feel, but I'm proud of how far I've gotten based on how little I've 
expected I would get. You does that make sense? Like I'm I'm, I'm proud of being able to go as far as uh, I've gone having not expected to be in musical theater. Oh yeah. Is what I is what I would say. Oh yeah. I mean think of it like this, you know, you're walking down what's that that like the deserts, right? Mm -hmm. And there's that like road and it's just there's no one around. You know, and it's just like you kind of like dropped off and you only have like a few items with you and you just have to walk and to get through. You know, you don't know where the path is going to lead you. At all. But (laughs) you've taken it and you have these small items with you and it's not much, but Mm -hmm. you got through and you're still making it through. And now it adds up, you know, I mean, you're collecting more things and you're getting through the nights and you're getting through the days and you're getting, you know, maybe you met, met somebody on your way. It's something like that. You know, it's the journey. And I feel like it's what you make of it. And... Like I said, one day you're going to look back and be like, damn. You know what I mean? Like, like it, it, this was that, and that was this, and it's small, but it adds up. Yes, yes. It definitely, I mean, I already do that somewhat now, because mm-hmm. when I did, you know, I, I booked Rock of Ages back in California, and then when I found out, they were like, we need you in Vegas in 10 days. I was like, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I wasn't even going to go to that audition. I wasn't really? Even, yeah, I wasn't going to go. My friend sent it to me, and I was like, I'm not going to this. I don't sing. I'm not doing this. <laughs> you know? And then my agent at the time, who this was maybe my only fourth or fifth audition with them mm-hmm. in L.A., was like, here, this is for you. And I was like, uh, well, I guess I have to go now. You know, yeah. I, wasn't, I wasn't at the point yet where I was like, no, I'm going to pass. <laughs> you know? Was it good, though? You had a good time. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. I had a great right. time. I had a great time, which, surprisingly, I made some... Um, rookie mistakes even having known better being a theater major and the fact that like when you have to sing you know you should have sheet music oh, yeah. and I legit tried I was like here's my CD of my blank song <laughs> because I was singing um a Foo Fighter song from my favorite band and okay at that time I was like I don't know where to get this sheet music I don't know I'm just gonna do this it's so quick blah, blah, blah. and so once I booked it uh which was a whirlwind you know I packed up my entire life and I moved to Vegas in 10 days, and then three weeks later, they were like, open your mouth and sing. And I was like, what? And it wasn't just ensemble singing, I was justice understudy. So every Friday, I had to go out on stage in front of however many people were out there and open my mouth and sing these glory to God notes that I had never sang before in my life. Damn. You know, so going through all of that and getting to the end of that contract was definitely a moment of being like, Yo, wake up. Hello. You're still standing. You got this girl. You're still standing. And I would like to say that that was enough for me to stand on my own two feet when I got here. Yeah. But the cycle just kind of like repeated itself, you know? So that's why I say strength wise, resilience is probably my big one. Yeah. That's a good thing to have. I think so. Yeah. Especially for this industry, especially for this town. A lot. It breaks you down a lot. Mm hmm. Um, it just doesn't feel like it all the time. No. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't feel like <laughs> it. But like all. you said, sometimes you don't realize it until it's mm-hmm. you're in the moment of it or like you just had it, you know, right. the situation and you look back and you're like, oh, shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, I, I got through that. I just, yeah. I did, I did that, that was crazy. Wait, I'm still alive. Yep. Mm-hmm. Am I still okay? Mm-hmm. Am I still pinch me? Who knows? What's Who a weakness knows? for you? Um, I am incredibly, incredibly hard on myself. Really? To the point that I sometimes, like, I'm so hard on myself that I forget the gifts that I have. Like, yeah. I have to be reminded. Yeah. So, so hard on myself. Because, like I said, you know, I'm not a singer, at least 
in my mind, there's a block built about me being a singer. Yeah. So that has really posed some really hard, hard, hard obstacles for me. And the interesting enough is when I booked Margaritaville, they booked me as a swing, but also as our eighth or seventh pit singer of the ensemble. Oh. So I got put into a little booth and I had to sing the show by myself every night into this into this mic downstairs. And so yes, I was like, girl. if that is not the universe making me confront that you this have moment. Chops. Yeah, but it actually backfired and then got very Wait, what? Well, yeah, because like I said, I'm super hard on myself. So having these moments of just being like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Yes, I did that, but it doesn't matter if I can't hack this. Like, I don't understand. You know, it's just always this back and forth of yeah. being like, I'm never at the point where I need to be. You know? Yeah. So it's something that's caused me almost to quit. Truly. I truly, feel truly. actually the same. I can really mm -hmm. relate to that. Yeah. yeah. Because I, I'm like, I don't think something is supposed to hurt this much. No. That's the thought process that I have. And it's yourself. Yes. Exactly. Uh -huh. I'm like, if something is hurting me, my person, my human this much, then something about that must not be right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, but the thing is, you know, you have to, you have to just take in that moment mm -hmm. and realize that you're doing it and then remind yourself, you know, I did this, I did that. Or yeah. even if you guys haven't booked anything and you're still working it out and trying to get to that big gig or just a gig in general, like... You're still trying. And oh, yeah, just remind yourself that there's people working in this business who <laughs> have weaknesses yeah, just definitely. as much as their strengths. Absolutely. Everybody's, you know, no one's perfect. Well, I think you have to, like, you got to tweak that a yeah. little bit. You know, oh, yeah. you, you have to because especially going into the rest of what I hope my career ends up being, mm -hmm. I don't think, like, if I don't become my own best friend in that, oh, yeah. then I think that's that's going to be my downfall. I think that's many people's downfall oh, is yeah. the fact that you have to understand like, yeah, it's going to be hard. Yeah. There's going to be moments where you fail. Yeah. There's going to be flaws. Yeah. There's going to be things that you're not perfect at, mm -hmm. but you have to learn to not beat yourself up versus learn how to work from them, learn how to work through them. Yeah. You know, I mean, don't get me wrong. Me and therapy are really good friends. Okay. Okay. Because I had to get myself together. Right. My best friend was like, <laughs> you need to address this because yeah. it's a problem. And I was like, uh, I mean, it is. Let me call somebody, you know? You know? I mean, the thing is having the conversation with yourself mm -hmm. and saying, all right, I'm going to put myself out there, you know, and yes. people are going to take what they want from it, exactly. you know, and tear it down or build it up or just ignore it. Well, I'm realizing that, like, my voice is my voice. Yeah. And that means I get to own it for everything that it's worth, everything mm -hmm. that it is, everything that it isn't, Yeah, you know, and no one else has my voice. So if the real thing to do is to invest in that, yeah. not to invest in this idea that I need to be something else to mm -hmm. be good enough to belong in this industry, not in the idea that if I change something, then all of a sudden I'll wake up tomorrow and my voice will make me happy. It's just, no, this is my voice. I have to work with what's here yeah. and also be willing to do the work, which is something I had to also come to terms with, you know, because of the fact that like I've been dancing since I was two. So I don't have to think about it anymore. Now, mm -hmm. training, on the other hand, and being in shape is another thing. But in terms of getting onto a dance floor and being able to move, turn, kick, point my feet, I don't think about that anymore because I've been trained so well to do it. Yeah, Singing, I have not. 
I have not. And I jumped into the deep end of this pool without ever having done that. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily, or I, I wasn't set up to thrive in a way that made me feel comfortable. Doesn't mean I didn't. It just meant that I made it a lot harder on myself than I had to. Yeah. So now I'm trying to navigate from a place of, well, let's get it, let's get it right. And not even right. Let's let's do the things that you need to as an artist to put your best foot forward and realize that if this is the choice for your life, you gotta have faith in that. Yeah. You have to. You have to. Have to, have to, have to, which is something I've been really thinking about lately. I remember I was doing uh a talk back after, what show is that? But we were doing a talk back with some kids, you know? Uh -huh. And I remember them asking me, or they were asking the question, like, what advice do you have? What this, what that, blah, blah, blah. And I remember taking the mic and be like, let me tell you this. If you've tried to quit multiple times, and no matter what you do, you always come back and you never really quit, surprise, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Yeah, yeah. And every time I've tried to quit, I mean, every single time, even last year, the last six months, trying to quit, mm -hmm. I've made that full circle and I've ended up right back where I was. Yeah. So I'm just like, well, shit, I guess this is where I'm supposed to be. I guess this is it. Shit. Half the time I'm like, damn, I just want to go to sleep. All right. You know? But It reminds me a lot of what um, J-Lo said in an interview recently where they were like, how do you, I don't know what the question was specifically, but she went on this little beautiful experience where she was like you know I wanted to quit and she mm -hmm. was like you know after after her first like singing gig or whatever because she started out as a dancer right. after she started singing you know people started really breaking her down like mm -hmm. she's not a good singer she's not a singer she can't do this she's a bad actress you know whatever and she had to really just like sit down and be like okay and then I think someone told her you know People love you. People mm -hmm. love your music because you, because it's your voice, right. because it's you. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. you're not this person. You're not that person. You're not, you know, you're you. And this is what you're bringing to the table and people love that. And she was like, okay. And I had to kind of drown out the people, but also the inside. Like I of can't course. think about it. Our voice that tells yes. us that you, we're imposters you, you as can't, well. And yeah. being like, you can't, you can't do that because that voice has been, conditioned mm -hmm. on all of this outside stimulus that has taught you not to believe in yourself or mm -hmm. taught you that you can't be the exception. No. Right? Yeah. Like this is going to happen for everybody else, but it's not going to happen. Oh for yeah, me, for sure. Even though it's been happening for me. Oh yeah. You know, so there's some times where I've really had to be like, girl, like you out here, you got this, like you, you are out here. You have done things, mm -hmm. incredible things. But I forget that sometimes because I'm still in the middle of trying to feel like I deserve the things that I've achieved. Oh, yeah. Versus realizing that you work for those things that you achieved. You put in the time and you got there. Oh, yeah. Doesn't mean your work is done. No. <laughs> and that's exhausting. But, yeah, you can only really be yourself. And knowing that the strength comes from the moments that you're unsure. Tiffany, what's your worst audition ever? So I have... Oh my God. Okay. So I have a, they're all kind of linked together. It was through. All right. Take us on the journey. One story. I'm going to give you one moment. Okay. Kind of, sort of. So uh, about, oh my gosh, how long has it been now? It's been like almost, not quite two years. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's been like, uh, it's been about 18 months, something like that. Maybe okay. 19 months. But I 
when I got Margaritaville, I uh, contracted a bacterial infection while I was on tour. So we did this little mini tour first, and then we came back and uh, did Broadway for five months. But during that little tour, I got sick in New Orleans, mm -hmm. and I couldn't, like, it was like four days of doing very unpretty things. I yes. thought it was food poisoning. It was all of that, right? So I got through that, and then I got food poisoning again a month later in Chicago. So I was like, great, I'm dying, you know? So fast forward to Margaritaville ending mm -hmm. in July, I had noticed that I started experiencing a lot of like um, stomach, stomach cramping. Mm -hmm. And I was like, what is happening? I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. And then fast forward a few more months and I was diagnosed with this bacterial infection that I picked up somewhere, I don't know, basically, not to give too much information, the only way you get this infection is by being in the hospital for an extended amount of time or being on antibiotics for an extended amount of time, neither of which happened to me. So the only other way you can get it is that someone who had it definitely was messing around in their own whatnot and then spread that whatnot and then I touched that whatnot and ate something and contracted it. So it attacks your digestive system essentially. And so to make an incredibly long story short, once I finally found out I had it, they put me on antibiotics to get rid of it. But they're the type of antibiotics that if you do not eat, it shreds your stomach, right? So <laughs> I got called in for a dance appointment with Bull uh -huh. with my same choreographer as before. And I was on this first round of antibiotics and I was so sick because when I audition, I get really nervous. Yeah, and well, so it's yeah. a very visceral reaction for me. So I couldn't eat but I had to take these antibiotics. So all I had was a bowl of oatmeal. <laughs> so I ate the oatmeal, I ate the antibiotics, but I was so sick going there that my entire system was just crunching, crunching, crunching. I was on the street being like, I don't think I'm gonna make it because I couldn't even leave my room without going to the bathroom. Right. Like that's how bad it was. But I made it to Pearl, I made it to the right. room, and then definitely hit the bathroom at oh, Pearl. Yeah. So literally every 20 minutes, I'm in the bathroom with my stomach just agonizing, cramping, agonizing, cramping. Ugh. So I get into the room. I start trying to focus on the combination. I'm sweating. My stomach is still cramping. I feel like I'm going to throw up because I'm nervous. And I'm also, you know, just literally defecating everywhere. And then I had to learn the dance. And I couldn't retain it. And I completely forgot every single part of the choreography oh. while I was dancing for the woman who gave me my very first job. And <laughs> she hadn't seen me since, you know, Margaritaville closed. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, great, cool, 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 great. It was a very rough day. But that kind of triggered um, this kind of span of all these auditions that I was going through. And so I would just have these kind of full like shutdowns before I would go in and be sick. Mm -hmm. And then I would forget the choreography to the point where I watched one choreographer while the audition was going on and he saw me messing up before we did the groups. I saw him take my picture and put it to the very bottom of the stack. Oh. So I would go at the very end of all the other people dancing. And then I messed it up again. Oh. And I was like, cool. Cool. And then I remember sitting on the street with all my stuff because I snuck out of the room before they even announced who was being kept because I was like, there's, there's, there's no, no way. way. No way. There was no way. So it was a rough moment. That was a rough moment. Yeah. 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 So it's been a real journey in the last like six months and things and sparking good moments, but really stressful ones. And me and auditioning has had 
we've had like a tumultuous relationship yeah. because of that. But I mean, I'm healthy now, which is good. Are you doing better? Are you feeling better? Um, Are you, I'm was... feeling better. I'm feeling a lot better. The infection's gone, okay, but we good. had to do like a full transplant to get it to go away because I was on three rounds of antibiotics and it still grew back. What the fuck? Uh-huh. So it grew back on my last contract. And so when I got back, my GI was like, we're doing this. And I was like, okay, <laughs> okay. So I had that procedure done and it finally went away and I've been so much better ever since. I found like this little wellness clinic here in the city that's taken such good care of me. You know, yeah. lots of acupuncture, lots of herbs. Yes. Really great herbs. And yeah, I'm doing a lot better, a lot better. But I am still quite, um, I burn out quite quickly now. So now, you like your energy drops. Mm -hmm. My energy burns out a lot quickly, so I have to be careful when I'm in auditions, right, and things like that, because I burn out and then I'm just like dead the rest of the week, right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's that's insane. Yeah. yeah, it was a lot. It was it's really a lot. I think um, I was never a person that really dealt with anxiety before, but I am one now. Yeah. Yeah, because the antibiotics and all the things that it was on, plus my last contract was particularly stressful emotionally and physically, artistically, so it kind of set off this chain reaction in me. Yeah. You know, so it's really hard to find a balance between my emotional and, like, physical mental energy now, and especially being in the city every day is kind of a lot. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. So I'm on a new, I'm on a really different journey than I was on before when I first moved here uh, three and a half years ago. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of quite different. I'm a different person. Oh, of course. Mm -hmm. I had a bacterial infection um, on my face. Oh. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was They're really no scary. joke, right? No, dude. No one knew what it was. Oh, God. I went to the clinic, and the guy was like, "Oh, it's herpes," mm -hmm. and I was like. Didn't do you want to test it first? <laughs> maybe, um, maybe. I was like, be... I don't care if it's herpes. I mean, honestly, it is what right. it is. I don't hook up that much. Just yeah, but like, I for the public to know, you know. <laughs> but um, but I was like, I mean, I don't think so. But let's just test it, just yeah, like because I don't be think sure. I feel like it's like a back. I don't feel like it's an infection because okay. it hurt. Right. And then it started like spreading, and I was like, why does it keep spreading? Like around my mouth area, and mm -hmm. like my chin and my jawline, like right. it was crazy, and it was like expanding. The thing that happened was. I woke up and my lip was swollen, my top okay. lip. Like, it looked like I had work done. Okay. And that's when I went. Was it And that's Q -tub? when he told me, no. No, okay. Uh, no. Bad I'll, work. Bad I work won't, I won't get my lips done. <laughs> I know. This is, like, a little helpful something. But, yeah, they tested it, and they were like, oh, it's whatever. We don't know. And I was what like, you thank you. So I was like, okay, whatever. So then, you know, I just kind of, like, waited. But then it spread to, like, my jawline. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. So I went to the hospital. I yeah. went to the, I went to three different hospitals. Stayed overnight. They gave me like IVs and shit like that. And they, I was like, they were questioning MRSA. They were questioning Oof. all these different things, yeah. freaking me out. I was on antibiotics at one point, but they were the wrong antibiotics. Of course. And it was like two different rounds. The ones that shred your stomach uh -huh. because they kill all the bacteria. Kill everything. So you everything. can't. You, you have to be on a diet too. Yeah. No dairy. No exactly. specific can't things. Exactly. Can't have this. Can't that. Nothing. Yeah, it's insane. Then finally, I went to dermatologist. And he was like, okay, we're going to test it, but I think it's just a bacterial infection. Right. So we're going to put you on this medicine. Don't take that medicine anymore. Right. It's the same situation, but right. it's a little bit less um, strength. It worked. worked. It helped. But at this Oof. point, I'm telling you, my jaw was swollen. I looked like I had a square cut jaw. Ugh. And I, I was in such pain. I was in such embarrassment. I wore face masks, like where you when you go to the hospital, mm -hmm. you wear those ones that go around your mouth. Yeah. I wore that out in public. I was still working, and I was just so embarrassed. Um, I couldn't shave because that's how it was spreading. Right. When I shaved, right. the razor 
would oh, spread it. And when you it. shave, you open up your skin. Yeah, so then it gets into the... Yeah, crazy. It was a whole mess. I was oh, in okay. things... Uh, I spent Thanksgiving... I went... It was... Anyway, I'm talking too much. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I went to... Uh, for Thanksgiving, my, my cousin was uh, graduating in the army. Mm-hmm. So we went to North Carolina to the base to see him graduate. And it was around Thanksgiving. So it was the day before. The next day was Thanksgiving. And I was in a hotel bed because it, it flared back up. Ugh. And I was just alone. Yep. Because they were out. And I was like, you know, go have dinner. Alone, shaking, chills. Like, and I had to go to the hospital there. It was a whole mess. I had to take like three rounds of treatment. So I totally get what you're coming from. I totally get your anxiety because I have it too. And I think that it's maybe different situations because I didn't have it during uh, gigs or like uh, auditions or anything like that because it was the holiday season. It's still something that like becomes very personal. Yep. You know, it becomes very personal and it becomes very taxing. And that's not to say that as thankful as I, it's not, it's not to take away from people who are out there dealing with very real severe things. But as a person who was used to kind of like just getting through things, no matter what, strong arming my way through things to have this thing that I couldn't see, Mm -hmm. but felt Mm -hmm. and have no control over time and no control over it whatsoever. Like I thought I was literally thought I was losing my mind. It breaks you down mentally too. You feel weak. I felt so strong. And then when I had it, I was like, I'm weak, tired, just completely without reason as to why this thing won't go away and why it's yeah. Yeah. It was a lot. It was, it was truly a lot. I remember, um, when I got the first call that it was gone when I was in Berkeley and it was like, actually I got the call right as we were going into our lunch break and I remember just sobbing with my cast members in in the theater because you know, up until then I, I couldn't eat, you know? So it would be those moments where I would be asleep and then I would wake up at three o'clock in the morning. My entire abdomen was like locked. And the only way it would release is if I would either throw up or I would go to the bathroom. That was it. Some days I could eat a chicken wing and be fine. Other days, that same chicken wing, sick. Yep. You know, so it was just one of those things where like my entire constitution of how I lived my life was affected. Oh, yeah. And I wasn't used to that. Every day is a guessing game. Ever used to that. Yeah. And so when that choice is taken away from you, when that ease is taken away from you, I truly didn't know what to do. Yeah. Did not know what to do. And then in turn to then be kind of triggered into believing that I couldn't depend on my body anymore. Oh, yeah. When I've always been able to depend on my body, it's the one thing that I've always been able to count on yep. as a dancer since I was little. Like I really, I felt like I was without a home. Trust issues. Yes. Yeah. And I couldn't trust my body. Yeah. I couldn't trust my own body. Yep. I felt like I was at war. You know, sometimes I still feel like I'm at war. Yeah, the a PTSD. Little bit. Yeah, it's a, it's been um it's been a bit much. Yeah, girl. But like I said, sometimes you come out the other side of it and you're like, Oh like, yeah, for sure. I think know? that I have such a different opinion and a different respect for people who actually deal with severity mm-hmm. and situations truly on a daily. Because I'm like, if I like, I damn near lost my mind through this. I, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? I couldn't even imagine going through every day. This is it. Just. You know? I just couldn't. I just couldn't imagine it. I also, I'm so grateful for it. I don't know about you because it makes me think when I get in my head and I start to think like you think, mm-hmm. you know, and start telling yourself you're not good enough. You're not this. You're not that. Like you said, you, you try to get away from it, but you always come back to it. Mm-hmm. We have that. That's such a privilege. Yes. And it's such a privilege for us to wake up, go to these calls, at, you know, earlier at appointments or whatever and audition. Yeah. People, That's true. People can't do that. Some people can't do that. Some people... 
you know what I mean? Whatever it is, it's holding them back. We get that opportunity. That is we get that true. opportunity and we can say that. You know what I mean? So Do you ever find we gotta feel that. Thinking, what if I was a banker? Girl. <laughs> I just had this talk the other day. What if uh, I was a nine to five? You know what I mean? Just like, yeah. man, I could just but I tapping into what you're saying, yeah. I know that if I was to do anything else, having done what I've done, I know I wouldn't. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be alive. You know what I mean? Like I just, mm -hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. So you're right. You're absolutely right. Because not everyone can do this. Not everyone chooses to do this. Not everyone even realizes that it's a door to walk through. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. It's, it's crazy. You're right. Just you're to be seen, right. just to, just to get like, just to be seen, just to get there, just to have that audition. Mm -hmm. Even if it's bad, even, even if, it's, if bad. it's your worst audition ever. Yeah, that's true. You got that. You got that chance. You got that moment, and you got to do it. You know what I mean? You got that's to make true. that mistake. That's actually really true. Some people um, don't get that. Then actually, the other day, because I went in for for a quick second, uh -huh. and I they had me dance three times, so I was like, oh, okay, thanks. You know what I mean? <laughs> but 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 I definitely got cut from it, and it's just because Whatever. like it was a nine o'clock dance call, and I was like, honey, yes. she is not as quick as she used to be. No. Okay, it's not happening. This leg does not go that high yes. anymore. Okay, but. And was like, at least you got to go in for That's it. That's it, girl. And I thought about that, and I was like, oh, he's absolutely right. Yeah. He's absolutely right. That's yeah. really, at this point, all you can ask for is to be able to be seen, to be able to get into the room, because that's hard enough. Yep. Just getting into the room. Yeah. Yeah. You've, you've touched that canvas in mm -hmm. some way, shape, or form. You are part of that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely. And even if it's you didn't get into that show or you didn't get into that callback or you didn't get whatever, you still made it. Like you yeah. still got somewhere. Well, you're, you're still, still doing it. Yeah, you're you're, and you're still, still going. You're still doing the thing. Don't get me wrong. The grind is it's exhausting. The grind and it takes is hard, a lot man. to stay focused. And, you know, you have choices that you have to make if and when you decide, you know yeah. what, it's time for me to step off the wheel, which is fine. But in that process, I think we spend a lot of time being like, I'm exhausted, I'm this, I'm that, I'm this, instead of being like, oh, I get to go, I get to go dance today. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. and rejoice with, in what you yeah. have and what you don't have. And you don't get to do that a lot have. now, especially because like I used to dance seven days a week. Mm -hmm. That was just what I did. And I was like, great, yeah, I'm going to dance class. Mm -hmm. And now as an adult, I haven't seen the inside of a dance class in how long? You know? Yeah. How long? So yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. That's something to remember. Yeah. Sure. It's definitely something that's going to, you know, make it a mirror and just reflect with it. Make it a mirror. I like that. I like Girl, that. because it's real, <laughs> you know, a lot of people. And I'm, I'm feel, I feel like a lot of people have maybe a PTSD of some sort with something. Oh, definitely. Whether it's severe or not, it's to them. You know, everybody has their own levels mm -hmm. with themselves and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like we have something that's. Of course we do. And it Yours is probably more severe than mine, but. Everything. I have things from college that's oh, yeah. reeling. Reeling, yep. you know, but shit, somehow, some way, yeah, I still got in my car and drove to Nevada. <laughs> pre audition ritual. I do have a pre audition ritual, do you? so I have an audition playlist. Oh, right, that's so cute. Um, it starts with the electric feel, yes. you know what I mean? Some dance vibes, yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. I love dance music. Uh, so essentially, I'll wake up, uh, meditate in the morning. First thing, first thing. All right, meditate how long do you meditate for? Um, you know what? I've been getting longer and longer because I'm realizing that my mind actually needs a little bit of time to settle down before I actually get into a meditative state. Right. Anyway, so I try to do at least 20 minutes. But I have my little app. 
Oh. My little breathe app, you know what I mean? Because I need, I need someone to guide me. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? Do you okay. sit there? Do you paint the picture? What do oh, you? Oh, okay. So I'm sleeping in my bed. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. And then like my alarm goes off, and I <laughs> yell at Google at my Google Mini to shut up, <laughs> and I say, "Okay, Google, stop." <laughs> right. And then depending if I have to pee or not, I hop out of bed, and then I come back. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I have the little breathe app. I put on the first one. My first meditation is usually always something that is. Let's set an intention for the day. Let's figure that out. Let's ask ourselves the soul questions. Or it's abundance, gratitude, finding balance. That's usually where I try to do the first one. Mm -hmm. And then the second one is the meditation. It's like meditation of the day. What is it? Be kind to yourself. And so I'll do that. And if it's one I don't want, I'm like, ugh. And then I'll pick pick on the favorites, you know? So do that. And I usually, um, for some reason, I hold a lot of tension when I sit up, Mm -hmm. unless I'm in a chair. So you sit. I lay down. I'm in my bed still. Okay, and you yeah. just play it. I'm usually laying down because okay. my phone's like right next to me. Okay. So I just listen to it there. So I'm in bed. I do that. If it's an audition moment, depending on what time I get up, I'm out of the bed. Next thing I'm doing is um, a little 20-minute yoga. You know, yoga at home with Adrian. Yoga okay. with Adrian. she's it. On my computer, roll my mat out. I do that warm-up first. And then after that, I'm heading to the shower you know what I mean? And I usually start with two playlists. I have my good morning playlist that has like my spiritual good morning music. Yes. A little bit of gospel. Yes. A little bit of Tank of the Bangas. A little feel it. You know? So I do that. Do my I little like warm up. Hit the shower. I do my first vocal warm up in there. Okay, yeah. I'll do that. Yeah, then I get the out. Lotion up. Put on the... Uh, uh, audition playlist, so that's when we start getting that dance, on. Dance. Yes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. getting dressed, get that lotion on, boom, boom, get yes. the face right. You better moisturize. You know exactly. That do is all key that. People moisturize. <laughs> you have to moisturize. You need to always. I'll do all that, and then uh, I go back and do another warm up, and then by then I usually try and eat breakfast. Depends on how nervous I am. Sometimes I can eat, sometimes I can't. Yeah. But I realize I have to eat, so I'll still make breakfast and I'll force myself to eat it, even though I feel like I'm gonna throw up. That's good. Yeah. I'll still eat because I'm like, you know, this is just nerves and deep. Yes. Put on the beat. Yep. You know, get the face ready. Boom, boom. Music's still on. And then hopefully if I have time before I go, I sing through my songs. So I have that because I I can't just go in cold. So I'll sing through my songs for there and then pack up my stuff and I'm out the door. Yeah. That's good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What's your post audition? I actually don't really have one. No? No, because like I'm either running to work. Okay, that's You know what I mean? And if it's on a Monday and I'm on a day off, honestly, I'm grabbing food somewhere that I'm like, let me treat yourself. Let's boom. Here we go. Where do you go? Is there a spot you Um, go to? Depends on where I'm at. But I mean, we're, we're always at like we're Pearl, always at Pearl like or Ripley. Ripley. They're all in the you same know what area. I mean? <laughs> or they're like that random Ripley that's like across the way. Shelter Studios. You know, because I usually go and get like I'll go get like a hot chocolate or a tea from like Gregory's and like a brownie oh, okay. or something oh. or a banana. Okay. You know, yeah. something with potassium. Something usually, sweet. I'm icing my hamstrings, and my body is like, girl, sit down. You know. Yes. Do that, and then oh, here's my post audition ritual. Okay. So I'm on this app called Marco Polo. Have you heard of Marco Polo? I've heard of Marco Polo. Yes. So I have a group <laughs> chat, a group video chat on Marco Polo with all of my closest dance friends from home oh. in California. So every time I have an audition, I'm with them on it. And they're all like, oh, my God, da 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 And then every time I'm done, I contact them again. And I do that. So that's really the post-audition rituals. I'm on there with them. You connect. Yes. And then I go home. That's cute. And then I either cry or go to sleep. No. <laughs> <laughs> Same. The crying doesn't happen a lot. You know what I love? And it's going to sound so depressing, but I love crying in a hot shower. 
In a hot shower? Oh, yeah. Oh, Girl, yeah. have you ever, like, put the shower on hot? Oh. You clean yourself first, right? So you, you, you clean everything, da da da, da. Yeah, And then yeah, when yeah. you're done... You just cry. You kind of, like, kneel down, like what they like what you see in a movie. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Like, your butt's on the floor, but, okay. like, your, your legs are pulled oh, in. Oh, like, in a full, yeah, like, body, body crouch, hugging yourself. You just yourself, let it hit you. Maybe there's some Adele playing. Some Adele <laughs> Yeah. No, I, I've definitely cried in the shower. Ugh. But I don't know if I love it. I love it. I've had moments where I've had to really just, like, let it go in the shower. Yeah. And I've done that. Yeah. You know? Or a hot bath. Duh, love a hot bath. With a that is. Well, let me tell you this. I know how to make a hot bath, honey. Girl. That is... It's one of my, it's one of my favorite, it's one of the reasons why I almost didn't move into the apartment I was in. Because my roommate was like, let me tell you this, the bathtub is trash. Girl, my bathtub is trash Okay, trash. It's trash. Trash. But we just got it refinished. So I actually made it. With the grout? Oh, we, yeah, they came in like re-porcelain finish. I don't know what they did, but they refinished it. It was beautiful, but it doesn't hold water. I have oh, to get a stopper. Oh. You know what, girl? I got you. I'm, you got a stopper this? for yes, me, though? Because yes, I need one of those. I want one of those, like, real, you want to get a stopper. Just go. You know? I'll show you. Go to Amazon, because we just got one, and it works. It's like a, it's cute, too. It's like Are a starfish. Are you talking about that little sticky one that just sticks over the drain? The, I don't want the that The starfish. One. What's that? Yeah, I don't want that. I want one of those old you school, want to plug it? cast iron. It's right, on now. the chain. I have to jam it in there and Go to the dollar store. <laughs> I want one of those. Listen, go to the dollar store and get one of the candles, and just... You can, and then just tie a rope to it and you go, okay. That's what I'm saying. I'm serious. I want one of those. Because I'm not playing around with this water. Me neither. Okay. And the problem is, so I did like four tea kettles worth of boiling hot water to help the hot water. Yeah. And it still wasn't hot. Well, no, but how is your hole? Shit. I mean, wait, excuse me. Yes, one more time. How is your <laughs> <laughs> I've had to work so hard for a bath in my life. Jesus. Because for me, like, I don't think we can do those stoppers. We have to do the suction babies. because Why? Because there's like a little um Oh, you're saying how's the drain? Or something. How's the drain? Yeah, I meant the drain, girl. The drain hole. You really thought I was asking about I mean, I know you weren't, but Penny. Like, you know, maybe it's the podcast Maybe for the, the yeah. It's gonna... My worst <laughs> after dark. Actually, they had okay, so it had the little um casing over it that had all the little holes in it. Okay. You know, like the drain that looks like it's a, sh- a regular shower drain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of those? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I take that off. No, so we don't have that either. It's literally just like it. like a hole in No, the we ground. don't have that. We had the little thing, but I took that off, so now it's just a hole. Oh, yeah. And now I'm going to put a stopper in it. I need a stopper, too, maybe. You know what I mean? No, but the starfish works. I'm glad it works. It's cute. For some reason, like... I'm also too tall, girl. I'm 6'2". No look. tub is going to fit me. <laughs> The I look is huge. Like well, it's big. All right, so when am I coming over to take a bath? Come take a bath in the tub. Okay. Well, let me get a stopper first. Come take a bath in the tub. Come take a bath in the tub. That could be awesome. I'm like, oh, no. Come on, Cardi B. All is right. That an actual song? No. Oh, okay. It should be. <laughs> audition prep hobbies. If you know um, auditions are coming up next week, what are you gonna do? Oh, what am I gonna do? Okay, I'm gonna do my vocal warm up every single day yes. because I have a really low voice and she likes to stay down here. Mm. Okay, and most of the time they give me this music that's like, and I'm like, are you crazy? Yeah, you know. So I do a vocal warm up. <laughs> I try to do a vocal warm up every day. I'm trying to be better about water. Um, yes, water is key, guys. Yes. Holy shit. I'm trying to stretch almost every other day, mm-hmm. get in a little cardio, but with um, our other job that's. Actually, really easy to do because we restock. So <laughs> there's that. Uh, so I try to do that, and then honestly, sleep. Sleep is. I key try too. to do sleep, and I try to be uh, on the healthier side. Yeah. You know, I try to do that, but it's kind of it's hard when we have the hours that we have. 
it's hard in the you city. Yes. I would love to be able to get into class. Yeah. But you know what? I watch a lot of YouTube videos. Mm-hmm. And, and yoga. Girl, and yoga. I laugh at these people. I'm so sorry. They're like, and I go to, and I wake up usually when I wake up, like the morning routines <gasps> or whatever. They're like yeah. my nighttime routine. And it's like, bitch, no one has, no Look, one okay. in the world unless you live. Where do you live? Because you don't live here in the city. Right. You take the train. Where are you living? <laughs> they live in some suburban, okay. suburban city or the suburbs Whatever, in Jersey. <laughs> it's just, you know, a walk in the park. Nine to fivers. Now, okay, look. Well, that's not bad. That's good. Yeah, it's you not know, bad. It's, it's not bad. I really, essentially, I just try to take care of myself. Yeah. You know, so like when I was preparing, um, actually had two auditions last week. I had Rouge in the morning. I had Tootsie in the evening. And nice. I haven't done a two-day dance call in a really long time. It's, and it's tough. Yeah, where my energy is right now. And I was like, oh, girl, we got to prepare. coffee you know? or tea? Um, I don't drink coffee anymore. Okay. And actually... Because I of the love situation. the smell of it. I love the smell of it. Right. But I don't drink coffee anymore, and I love tea. So I do have a cup of tea every once in a while. But uh, one of my my wellness people, my acupuncturist, mm-hmm. literally made me stop drinking tea. I was so sad. Why? He was like, no, because the caffeine. He doesn't want me on the caffeine, and also um, tea. Apparently, it messes up your circulation slightly. That I didn't know that. So, like, essentially, I thought green tea was better for you than black tea because it's like has the antioxidants and That's all what of they that. Promote. No. So he was like, if you're gonna get drink tea, switch to black tea because green tea cools you down, and I'm trying to heat your body up. You know exactly. So then I switched oh. to black tea, and he was like, no, <laughs> stop. Like, stop. I was like, oh my tea. god, man, you got me out here. Like I'm hurting. Damn, I'm hurting. girl. I'm drinking yeah. like a but coffee I mean, and then a matcha tea. Right. But I'm drinking tea right now. So, but it's ginger and chamomile. I gotta stop. No, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Yes. Take please. breaks. Keep maybe drinking. maybe I'll Just take, take breaks. I'll take breaks every yeah, now and then. Take breaks. But yeah, I try I don't mm-mm. I admire people. I used to who drink decaf drink. coffee, but people dragged me in the city. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Especially in New York. That's like we go to coffee like shops and they have decaf and they would legitimately look at me and be yeah. like, What? Like, we don't have that. It's on the menu, girl. That's just like, for show. Come on now. <laughs> That's for the people that don't live in the city. I know. This is a chain. I know, I know. All right. What's some advice, good or bad, that has stuck with you? Um, I have a good and a bad. Okay, yeah. I'll make Go it for quick. it. I'll make it Tell quick. us. So the bad advice I got, and I don't know if it was bad advice so much as it was advice that didn't make sense to me. And now that I'm older, I'm kind of like, oh, okay. So I had a teacher once say that you do not have to struggle for your art. So she said. Mm. She was like, you don't have to struggle for your art. And then essentially was like, I'm lazy at my core. I do commercials, I teach, and that's it. I like that. I mean, yes. And in a certain sense, if you can find a way to, like, you know, bridge that gap between how you want to make your money, how you want to give back, and how you want to express your artistry, and you're gravy with that, mm-hmm. live your best life. Live your best life. But the time that I heard that, I was still very much at the beginning of my career, and I'm still at the beginning of my career, only I'm a few, like, I'm a little into the pool now, you know? And so when I heard that, I was kind of like, what? What do, you, what do you mean? And But I think what I've taken from it now is that you don't have, you don't have to like bleed for your art. Yeah. You don't have to suffer for your art. Do you have to struggle for it? Absolutely, you have yeah. to struggle for it because you have to fight for it. And if you're not fighting, then you're not growing. And if you're not growing, what is the point of what we're doing? Because we're doing this to grow What's as humans, the point of right? Yeah. Exactly. We're doing this to help other people grow. We're doing this to try and 
make people remember what it is to be human, yeah. like to connect, to realize that we're com we're all complex and messy and it's difficult and complicated and we're trying to figure out how to talk to each other, especially in today's society. So I think, I don't think that was the best advice because I think you do have to struggle for your art. You just don't have to suffer for it. I think, I, well, the, the context was there. I yeah, feel like yeah. maybe the wording was bad Yes, or but the off, way she said it, I was just kind of yeah. like, what? <laughs> and that was, was she trying to shade you? Ago. I don't know what she was trying to do, like, but I was like, I don't, know, I don't know about this. This is not uh, a struggle bus. The struggle bus, so real. <laughs> uh, the good advice that I received mm -hmm. recently was, you know, do you want your purpose more than you want your comfort? Mm, let me sit with that. Do you want your purpose more than you want your Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of times as we, yeah. we find a path that allows us to be comfortable. And it doesn't even necessarily mean you're happy. It doesn't even necessarily mean you're fulfilled. It just means you're comfortable. It means I have a grasp on There's this. There's a stability. There's a stability there. Yeah. You know, and I think what I'm realizing personally for me, it may, it may not be the case for um, everybody else, but personally for me, I'm a creature of habit. And so yeah. when things get comfortable for me, it's hard to rock that boat. And since things have been so out of my control in the last couple of years, I really um, hunger for stability, stability and comfort. And I'm realizing now that I've chosen a career that means that for the majority of it, I'm going to be uncomfortable. And if I want the things that I want, mm -hmm. and I do, and I refuse to quit, which I have, and I can't get this thought out of my mind of what I'm supposed to be doing, like it's just always there, then I have to decide if I want my purpose more than I want my comfort. And that means being vulnerable with the fact that I'm still insecure in my singing. That means having the courage to get back into class even though my anxiety is telling me that if I do that, I'm gonna end up really burning out completely and not being able to do anything at all. That means staying in this city when really all I want to do is move back to California for right now. Yeah, You know, it's about realizing that my purpose isn't necessarily going to make me feel right as rain all the time, but the difference is, is I can't get it out of my head. Right. And I have to admit that. I right. can't get it out of my head. So do I want it do I want it more than I want my comfort? You know, and how do I make that work with where I'm at? Do you think that there's a middle ground? Yes, I do. I do, do think, think there's a middle ground. Okay, I'll take up classes, but then I'll have to sacrifice unstable uh, social life or whatever. Like, I don't know yes. what's going oh, on no. for you, but like- There's definitely a middle ground. Like, for me, like I have to sacrifice my yeah, social. Like yeah. you have things that you have to kind of balance yes, out. Yes, absolutely. Well, we were talking about the drinking, right? So we are talking about right, the drinking. So right, right. I had to- and not that it's a big of a deal to the point where I'm like, oh my God, I just need to drink so bad. But it's one of those things where like, I like what drinking represents in the sense of the social outcome of it. Oh, of course. You know, and I like like the bougie-ness of yeah. it where I'm like, oh, let's go New get York a glass City, of wine or a whiskey, drinking, like blah, yeah. blah, blah, I'm out, da, da, da. You know, I, I like, when we say let's go get a glass of wine, I like what that represents in terms of being an adult who has earned her freedom to go do that, to of go course. sit down and have a glass of wine, shoot the shit, do whatever doing, and have that freedom. And I'm realizing as, and that's something that's so 
minute, but I'm realizing now and trying to regain my balance and my health and regain my energy to really pursue what I hope is the next part of my career, I have to give those things up, you know? Like, yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like, that's it. There's Not no always. That. Not always. You can go out once Not in a always. while, but... You know. For the majority, like... I think that's a horrible gotta, example. Did I just make myself sound like an alcoholic? No. <laughs> no. Just a little bit? No, trust me. You know me. what I mean? I was like, that's, well, actually, in New York, maybe not, okay? Because drinking in New York <clears throat> yeah. is like a pastime. Yes. Okay, drinking in New York, everyone is so surprised that I have never been to a New York brunch. Never. I've never I've been, been to a New to York brunch. I have been to one either. I've worked them. <laughs> but I've never... I've never been to a New York to brunch. One. But whatever. What's it going to do? So there's things like that, but I also think there's things like... Sometimes that means instead of waking up in the morning and just having all of my free time before I go to work, that means maybe you need to get up and you need to go to class. Yeah. You know, before you go to work, you need to go to class. Yeah. You know, that means giving up a day of work work to be in this financial wellness class that I'm in and realizing that and realizing that, like, you have to make small sacrifices to find your middle ground, you know? You know, or even asking yourself, can I... Just take a day. Yes. Off of oh, now that I do. Now that I do. And do something. I, d- I definitely do that yeah. where I'm like, no, I'm about to take this day. Because I don't know about you, but I've been working six out of seven. I am six out of seven too. And this past summer, I was working three different jobs. Woo! I'm at two right now. And. LA, I was like, four. it's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's a lot when your body is your main mode of transportation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you, and you literally don't treat have every it. and you don't exactly. You have everything on you. you all the time. Yeah. You know, it's one of the main reasons why I miss my car. You know, because <laughs> I used to just throw everything in the back seat and I'm like, great, I've been out for 17 hours, it's fine. It's you know fine. what I mean? And mm-hmm. now I'm like, but you've been out all day. You need mm-hmm. to take your ass home. Yeah. Even on your days off. Yeah. Like I'm really fortunate to have a place that can go and help me on like a physical energetic level to try and maintain which is really lovely and I'm very grateful for that but even that I have to walk to get there then I was walking all day like you're just constantly moving all the time it's the city yes we walk a lot and there's a lot going on that's why like you don't leave your apartment if you don't have to, right. you know? Well, like, that's why fuck. if you're dating someone, you're like, I'm not going to that borough. You know what I mean? What's dating? <laughs> I'm sorry. What's that? Oh, I, I have no idea. Don't have any clue. No clue. Honestly. What? No. Excuse me? One more time? Foreign language? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me in general, I've only dated one person. It was in high school, and that's it. Yo. And I'm 27, I mean, going to be 28. We could talk about the fact that, like, when you're in this industry, that's also really hard to explain okay. as well, too. Because how when someone says, what do you do? This is what I do. This is what I do. But also, right. I but don't like, have time also, for you. But, like, also, this is my, but, like, this is what I am. Yeah. You know? I don't have time for you. Okay. I don't have to, you want to go here and move there and be, you know, White picket fence. That's not me, baby. Well, especially with the hours. Not now, at least. That's the hard thing. Well, I mean, okay. I don't want the. I don't want a white picket fence. I want like a fresh lawn in California. Ooh. With the ocean about fifteen minutes away. That's that's what I want. That's what I want. I don't need the picket fence. I just want that. You know what I mean? mean, Maybe a simple two-story. Yeah. You know, a quick moment. I think it's definitely something in the future for performers to have some sort of stable something to come back to and come home to. Yes. But, you know, travel the world and do whatever. and get, get, like get, we're get, trying to do, It's get, like, get, can get, you roll? Get, you know? Can you roll? But like I said, I'm a creature of habit, too. So half of me wants my feet on the ground. Yes. You know what I mean? Like a part we of me is like, nah, I want roots. Too. I want my feet on the ground. I want to do this. And if I have that home base, then I can. I've never been really good at just picking up and going. 
you know, because I'm a control freak. So I'm I literally am. like, but my career has just it's been that way. Thrown me around. <laughs> it's just thrown me around to the point where I realized that like any foundation I thought I had, yeah. any concrete foundation I thought I had doesn't really exist. Now, building a foundation within yourself, yeah, that that's exists. Different. And that's something, yeah, yeah. Anchoring into who you are and what you want for yourself, that exists. And the love you have for yourself, that exists. But any type of like tangible, concrete foundation right now? Yeah, girl. No. 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 Although I do have really beautiful people in my life that keep me very well supported, but like, you know? Well, that's that's also a different foundation. I feel like that's something, you know, when you find people in your life that you can call friends, even family. Yeah. I, like, I call some of my friends my family. Oh, like, absolutely. You're my sibling. You know what I mean? Chosen family. Absolutely. It's real. Yeah. And I feel like, and I also think that I've made friends in different places that we don't have to talk every day. We don't have to talk every year. But if we if we do connect, it's just going to fall right back into place. Definitely. And that I cherish Definitely. as well. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like we all touch each other in some certain way. Oh, yeah. And we call those tethers. Yes. You know what I mean? I'm tethered to a bunch tethered, of people. Tethered. They stretch. I'm like that big pole yes. with the pagan festival. And it's with just the, like, With woof. the ribbons that they all dance around. <laughs> That's me, girl. And everybody's just tethering about. I got you. Just right. tethers, tethers, tethers. I mean, luckily, you know, one of those tethers is the reason, one of the reasons why I'm in New York. You know, we went to college together. We met sophomore year. And he was like, I'm going to call you Tiffany Diamond. I love you. Ooh. But I was like, great. We've been friends ever since. And he's my roommate now. Oh, cute. Mm -hmm. He's also my, like, vocal coach when I need him to be. He's yes. my scene reader when I need him to be. You know, he's actually my husband. That's so. key. That's key. Someone who can help you grow. Yeah, if you hear this, Nick, I love you. All right, so now we're going to do the word of the week. Word of the week. So, word of the week. I'm going to tell you a word. Okay. And it's just going to marinate with you for a second. Okay. Or however long you need. Great. And I want to hear what that means to you. Okay, Professionally, awesome. artistically, personally, whatever. Lovely. Okay. So the word of the week is relax. Okay, this is a two-parter. Good. So, I'm pretty good at relaxing. Okay. Well, I guess I, I'm pretty good at leisure. Okay. <laughs> that's good. Moments. No, that's a positive thing. I really am. I really, really struggle. good. Um, this clinic I have takes very good care of me, but mm. I essentially, like, I'm not going to lie, there's someone touching me once a week for an hour and a half. Girl, I can't even tell you when I get massages and they okay. touch my buttocks. All right. Like, legit. That's my dating. Every Monday I get my life. Like, it's, it's well, I, <laughs> I go twice a week. <laughs> but I only get the massage once a week. Um, the other part about it is I'm realizing that as I am very good at taking care of my body, I need to really work on taking care of my mind. Because you can relax your body all you want, mm -hmm. but if your mind can't actually metaphorically put down all of the things of your life in the day and figure out a way to decompress that, yeah. It doesn't matter. Yes, it agreed. doesn't matter, and that is, relax is the thing I need to take in there is mentally how to mentally, put everything down when I need to because I I'm so tense that I I lock my jaw in my sleep. Oh, same. Like oh, same. I mean, it's been a it's been a problem. Yeah. Yeah. It's bad. It's really bad to the point where like. I would wake up in the morning and like that pressure would go through my jaw, down my throat, into my collarbone and close my shoulders. Like that's that's how I would wake up, clenched, you know? And so relax means finding serenity in your mind. For me personally, mm -hmm. is what that looks like and being able to cultivate that in a way that promotes longevity. Yeah. 
and I don't quite know what that looks like. Mm -hmm. I think that's why I've been having trouble in my meditation is figuring out how to go deeper to really access peace of mind because it's really easy to find it on the surface. It's really hard to actually truly internalize that. What's the problem? And yeah, what, it, it. What, is, what is the actual thing that unlocks mm -hmm. peace of mind? I have that, and I think yeah. I've always done it. I actually had it so bad that when I was a kid, I would I would tense, but I was mm -hmm. I would also suck my yeah. mouth in. Yeah, my teeth caved in so Ooh. much because they just grew in that way because I would mm. I was so tense. I mean, I dealt with anxiety as a child, yeah. so it's obviously never going to leave me. But I've kind of as an adult hit it head on, mm -hmm. and I it's helped. Yeah, you know, but you have to, you have to face your demons. You have to. My sister actually told me that she was just like, you have to look at everything that you are—the light, the dark, the good, and the bad, yeah. Yeah. the perfections and the flaws—and you have to be able to take that all in. You have to really be able to face yourself. Yeah, you know. And it's not—it's not a okay, we're done. No, it's an—it's an everyday. Hi, you're there. I see you. Yes. But it's I'm gonna looking relax. in the mirror. Yeah. And being able to be with everything that you see. Yeah. And knowing, okay. Yeah. It's okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay. See, that's another reason why dating is like, what? <laughs> See, you right? have to like, date yourself. Do and I've told this to a good friend of mine. You have to date yourself before you date somebody else. Mm -hmm. You mm -hmm. have to get in touch with yourself and know what you want and everything. And you have to have that stability, whatever that means, even if it's not really stable with mm -hmm. yourself before you can have anybody well, enter in. I find that that's really hard, especially oh, yeah. because we've built, you know, we've all built survivor bodies. We've built survivor bodies, how yes. we, yes, how yeah. we function through the world, how we get through our day to day, how we like people to perceive us. And when you start to deconstruct that, I don't even, like, I wouldn't have known how to deconstruct that if something hadn't forced me to. Right. Like something forced me to deconstruct. Right. I didn't choose that. You know, I woke up one day and thought I was having a heart attack, you know? Mm -hmm. And the next thing I know, I was like, why is the earth literally collapsing around me. What is happening? Well, not literally, but metaphorically. Yeah. You know? And so having that have that happen and that deconstruction, now it's like, okay, well now I have all these pieces. Like my shell's been deconstructed, but what's shell and what's me? Yeah. Right? And like, what do I want to keep? What do I want to yeah, shed? Yeah, what, what do I, does this serve how me? Do I want to build this know. back up? Yeah. But at the same time, I'd rather chuck it all and just be where I was again because at least I felt normal. Yeah. You know, I didn't feel so at sea. But it's a beauty because you get to choose kind of the direction you go in. Well, yeah, you get to kind of be really aware of who you want to be. Yeah. And what you want to do, what you want to say, who you want to love. Yeah. How you want to love. For sure. Yeah, definitely. So it's a real... I also don't think we get a lot of time to actually do this. Yes. To like talk about that, to yeah. talk about these pieces, to talk about the things that like, yeah, things are kind of a mess and I'm trying to wade through it and I don't really know how, but this is how, like, we don't get a chance to really discuss that because we're moving a million miles a minute. Yep, especially our, our community. Yeah, um, If you're definitely. not stable, like if you, like, if you have like a Broadway gig, like you're kind of stable, yeah, right? you're kind of stable. So you but have you're still more doing time to get lunch shows, you know? and do things and have, you know, a little bit more of a life, whereas we're on the grind it's it's very it's really difficult yeah. for our well, community. Well, I notice just if the moment you're in this industry, even though everything is about expressing this artistic 
power from you, whether it's dancing, singing, acting, um, voice directing, over, directing, writing, yeah. all of those things. We become so consumed by pursuing that, even yeah. when we're doing it, even when we're not doing it, even when we're trying to do it, all of those things that we lose, we lose that foundation, we lose that grounding, we yeah. lose that moment of being like, no, we need to check in right now mm -hmm. because and time is money, especially yeah. in this city. Yep. Time is money. You don't have time to fall apart. What no. are you talking about? No. No time for that. You got to get up and you got to make that 2 p.m. call. You don't have time for that. You got to be working at 1145. You don't have time for that. This paper's due. Like you just, yeah. we feel like we don't have time. But we do. But we do. And I think that that's something that ties into relax. Yeah. You need Definitely. to realize that you have time, whether it's 20 minutes. Yes, 20 minutes, To just minutes. do what you want to do. Yes. Maybe have that hot cry in the shower. Yeah, <laughs> if that's gonna make you feel, because I don't know why, I don't know why, but I just like crying. I feel like because I'm a hard person emotionally, mm -hmm. like I don't cry, right? And I hold it in. I don't know why. It's probably stemming from childhood stuff. Of course. But when I do cry, it just like gets all out. Like I watched um, Judy with Renee oh, Zellweger, yeah, yeah, yeah. and I don't know why, but I wasn't in a moment of myself uh -huh. or anything. Like I just watched it alone in the dark in my living room. And sometimes. That's how you guys do I it. Cry. Honestly, like, I'm telling you, this was, was like the hardest cry. Yeah. I don't know why. And I just and it continued oh, for I've 20 so minutes. And I I've wanted to text people and call so somebody. Had that? It was a lot. Oh my gosh. Uh, like back in the so day. Good. Quick, 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 sorry, because we've yeah. been talking forever. I know. I'm sorry. I was <laughs> like, like <laughs> back in the day, back in the day. Um, so I'm obsessed with Supernatural. It's my favorite TV show. I've it's never watched my, it, but I heard it's great. It's okay. It's they're in their 15th season right know, now. It's their last season. Really Literally, we're on the last five episodes. <laughs> I haven't been watching because I'm sad. Yeah. Anyways, 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 anyways. Okay. So back when I thought it was actually ending season five, I was going through like a really emotional time with one of my friends and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I can't watch this episode because if I watch it, I'm going to lose my shit. I cannot watch it. And I wait, my best friend was asleep next to me. And she remembers the story because she remembers waking up to me sobbing at the TV. Because was sobbing at Sam leaving Dean and being like, it's okay. I'm going to fall into the cage. The devil's inside me. It's all right. And, you know, Dean's my man. Okay. And he's sitting there. He's like, I got you, Sammy. It's fine. It's fine. You know, he's all bloody and beaten up. And it's all these things. And I remember watching that episode. And I remember I had a full emotional purge. Full emotional purge. And that's how it goes. I had one of those during Game of Thrones. Girl. When Arya killed the Night King, I Girl. was like. I jumped out of my living room couch and <laughs> went up to the TV, gasped. Scream. I think my asshole clenched. It was everything. Everything. Excuse me. And then I cried. And then I cried, 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 cried. I was like, you did that. Oh, like, you oh did God. that. I tried she, so hard. You know, so hard. And the, and the thing is, after you go through those I'm emotional peaks, yes. and you come back down, you're like, you're like oh, I needed oh, that. Shit. Yeah. I feel good. Now it, I just watch The Great British Baking Show, oh, and I cry every episode. I can't watch it. <laughs> it's so good. It's too boring for me. It's what? too It's too simple. It's too sweet. What? I'm not a sweet person. I'm not a sweet tooth. I'm okay, more savory. That's fine. I like salt. I mean, but like. They're like making all these cakes. I know. And it's rough. No, I, I know, trust win, me. I've, so I've, I've I've watched I've watched episodes. Yeah, I, but think I got you. I got you. I can watch um ba um what's that what's that um nailed it nailed it. I can watch that. I feel you. That's cute. I feel you. I'm into that. But like, I mean, I'm not into stuff like Sabrina the Teenage Witch, like the new one. Oh, I'm I tried so to watch it, it and I'm I was here like, for it. my roommate loves it. I mean, I'll probably, but see, it's, here's the thing. I'll start things and be like, I don't like this. Come back four months later, in it. Oh, but that's yeah, but that's in it. it. That's why I was with Shit's Creek. I started oh, yeah, and I same. was like, I don't, 
I don't really what? know. It's different humor. And it's, it's a different <laughs> way of being. But yeah, it's so good. I almost said that with The Office, too. I never really watched The Office. Oh. I'm one of those people. Okay, I'm okay. Sorry, you can okay. come for All me right. in the comments. All right. Any upcoming work for you? Uh, as of right now, no. Okay. No, but I hope to be in Final Callbacks for something very soon. So All I'm right. looking forward to that. I'm very excited. Break a um, leg. It's a project that I wasn't expecting to connect to so much in the first couple rounds. That happens. And I did. And yeah. I'm really looking forward to the opportunity to getting to possibly be a part of that cast, which would be pretty great. Yeah. Well, we hope you get it. Thank you. Of course. Thank you. We'll um, see. Social platforms. Where can people find you, um, follow I mean, you, love honestly, you? Honestly, I'm kind of boring. I really am kind of boring. I do have a Twitter. I do have a Facebook. But like, like legit, like hit me up on Instagram. You know what I mean? Um, it's my full name because I'm bougie <laughs> like that. Please don't stalk me. Um, Please It is at Tiffany, T-I-F-F-A-N-Y, Adeline, A-D-E, L-I-N-E, Cole, C-O-L-E. Instagram at Tiffany Adeline Cole. <laughs> My page is yes. private though, so like... You can't see <laughs> request her, it. but you can request it. Do you take public requests? I do take public okay. requests, but here's the thing. What you see, it stays there, like Vegas. Not even that. I'm a little... <laughs> I take public requests, but I will look at your profile first and legit... I'm like, let me see what's going on over here. <laughs> and if I'm vibing with it, I'll like, yes. And right. if I'm not, I'll delete you. Okay. <laughs> that's what it is. But, but that's only because I feel like in this day and age, you know, we all use social media to really, um, it's perfect for connecting and yeah. boasting your career and things like that. But like, I'm also a firm believer in protecting what's mine and my oh, energy, for sure. yeah. you know? So if it's an energy that I don't really vibe with, I, I'm sorry, I'm not going to do it. I don't want it. Yeah, I'm not going to do it, you know? But I think at some point as my career goes, like, you know, like, we got you got to play the game. You got to play the game. So Make it public. It is And then it maybe is. make, like, a real one for, your, like, your personal. That. That's something that people do a lot. That. But, yes, please find me on Instagram. Is your handle <laughs> the same on Twitter and Twatter? No. On um, Twitter is actually Modern Bag Lady because oh. I am a bag lady. Does she post memes? Uh, no, 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 no. But there's a very fierce picture of me holding all these bags and like my fucking stripper heels <laughs> that I'm literally like, yes, yes stripper heels. Um, no, in LA, like my friends, they legitimately call me, but I always have a million bags. Like even in the bag I have right now, there's another bag inside of it. That's not bad. Not bad. I'm doing much better. That's a, yeah. But the minute I have a car, but, there's four bags. <laughs> I mean, cars are everything. Yeah, it's modern bag lady. Okay. Do you have a website people can look into? No, not yet. Okay. Not yet. I haven't done so much to the point. Like, it's in the process. I'm building a lot of things. and you It's know, not I'm necessary. Kinda, it's just something yeah, you have Yeah, I'm still as a very platform. much out here trying to figure it out. Yeah. You know? I'm just out here trying to figure it out. And as I go, yes. And then and things in like In the future. That. You know? Although, you can find my reel on YouTube. All right, now. <laughs> Tiffany, Don't find it. Don't find it. Adeline Cole. There's one. The last clip is of me being a baby vampire who's killing her first victim. Find it, people. And as I bite down, I lose a tooth. <laughs> all right. We'll put all the links below, guys. All right. We're going to wrap up. Oh, my goodness. This, this has been so amazing. Fun. Thank yeah. you so much. Thank you for sitting down with us. Absolutely. Thank you for letting me be a weirdo because that's Please. really what I am. We're all weirdos here. <laughs> what it is. This is it, babe. Yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.